<laughs> well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whenever you're listening. All the things. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Sofa Chronicles. And as always, I am here with my handsome hunk of a redhead, the beautiful Mr. Jacob Giles. Hello, sir. Hey there, you stud muffin. Oh, you better stop. I just wanted you to know, <laughs> I find you absolutely gorgeous. What? I was just thinking the same thing about you. Stop it, sir. Man. So. B-E-A beautiful. Stop it. Mm. Knock it off. You're going to make my tingle grow. Oh, simmer. <laughs> you simmer. <laughs> so this is the first podcast that we're recording in the month of November. Indeed. Uh, for- Always remember the 5th of November. Shout out. Happy anniversary, Josh and Scott Fox. Yes. Anyway. It is uh it is definitely the fifth of November. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Indubitably. The uh let's see here. The treason the reason for gunpowder and plot. Oh, I have no idea. Uh so it's probably a movie I've never seen. It is a movie you've never seen, but the, the movie is actually based off of a real thing that was going to happen to the British Parliament. What's the movie? Uh V for Vendetta. Nope, never seen it. Yeah. So the movie's based off of a I know. That's our guest. Which, that's our guest. That's our guest. Yeah. Well, we will be with her in just right. a second. This uh, fucking gangster that we have on the show today. Yeah. So uh, basically what happened is, as long as I remember correctly, Guy Hawk was a big proponent to the British Parliament because they were not treating the people correctly. I feel like this has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. It's not, but... You, you, the, it's not, but it's important. It's, it's slightly important for the reason to remember, remember the 5th of November. Okay, my bad. Uh, gunpowder, treason, and plot. You okay, sir? Get with it. God. Anyways, the guy basically was taking um, railroad carts full of gunpowder and explosives, yeah. and he was going to blow up British Parliament. Well, well that doesn't sound very nice. Uh, well, at the time, it would have been perfect for them. It was very. It would have been very needed. Um, considering that they had just about everybody in there except for, I think it was the queen. Indeed. Yeah. Anyways. I feel like I fucking know. I don't know. She's a lizard. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Uh, the reason why the month of November is such a big deal is, uh, it is men's mental health month. It is the fifth day of it. We have been posting on the Instagram page for, uh, the podcast and also on the Facebook page for the podcast, uh, a daily video of just men's mental health affirmation, um, letting letting guys know that they should not be worried about talking about how they're feeling, what they're going through, uh, what kind of issues, anxieties, problems, whatever it is you want to call it. Uh, they shouldn't feel like they should be ashamed to have them and to talk about them. They should not feel like they are going to be um, you know, just shut down at the start of, of the conversation and that they should feel like they have the opportunity to talk to somebody, friend, family, significant other, therapist, psychiatrist, any, just somebody who's willing to have a conversation with them to, uh, to help them through the, the situations that they're going through currently and maybe even, you know, take care of some of the past uh issues that they've had and that they're still fighting and then help them move forward in the future so if you want to take a take a listen to some of the videos we have on there the the instagram page is at the sofa chronicles it's also the same on facebook 
And yeah, so if you uh, if you just want to support us, take a take a few minutes out of your day, listen to it, share it, tag somebody in it, and yeah, that'd be a big help to us. Indeed. Now, sir, you are quite literally the the fantastical one of us too with introductions. Well, it. before we do that, since we're doing shout outs, Hannah, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um there's a I, I work the Powell Fox Market every Saturday. <clears throat> and there's okay. a vendor there named uh with the business name Changing Ties. I believe her name is Julie. And okay. she is currently battling breast cancer, going through breast cancer treatment. And okay. I did what the but the only thing I know how to do and just run my mouth and help them sell bracelets. Mm-hmm. They're selling bracelets at the market and say fuck cancer. Uh this yeah. will come out on Wednesday. So the next market that comes out, or next next ne- god damn it. By the time this podcast comes out, you'll have four days before the next market. They'll be there again okay. selling bracelets to say fuck cancer. They're five dollars a piece. And every bit of the proceeds go to her treatment. So that's awesome. <clears throat> so if you can come out to the market, come out to the market now. Without any further ado, our guest today. God damn, man! When I asked, I asked her for a little bit of information for her background, and this is the first message she sent me. That's the first <laughs> one. So that's called a novel. Yeah. Yes. This is War and Peace. You're right. Twice. So, <laughs> I'm going to pick through a couple of things on here. We have plenty to talk about with her tonight. Started the Sport of Strongman in 2017. Placed third at her, fir- at her, for God almighty Jesus. Placed second at her second. third show ever, which was the Arnold. Are you okay, sir? No. I'm very hyper <laughs> and hungry. Uh, she's got a pro card. She's lifted the Danny Stones. <clears throat> she just set a world record with Thor's hammer. Um, just I, goddamn, dude. There's so many things that's on this list. She's the third generation sugarcane farm. She's a hunter. She's a fisher. She likes to cook. She's been with a guy named Thomas for five years, and he is a bodybuilder, correct? Or is he just fucking yoked? Oh, both. Uh, he used to do bodybuilding. Uh, he hasn't competed since 2017. Uh, right now we do strongman together we do highlands together we pick up stones together he also lifted the denny's um basically just doing all the odd objects i mean that's how we acquired all of our stones we just stole them out of the woods or off the side of the road or <laughs> however but we just we drive around and find them and we just pick them up throw them in the back of the truck and just take off awesome so well, ladies whatever and gentlemen. odd objects <clears throat> sorry he's just yeah he's goat sorry without any further ado we have us we have for us today the swamp monster, Miss Swampy Swamps. Hannah Lindsay is on the show today. Good evening, ma'am. How are you? I am doing great. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you here. Uh you sent me so much stuff and it's so awesome. And I'm glad because I've asked others in the past, it's like, hey, can you send me a little bit of background? And they'll send one or two or three sentences. You literally have like twenty seven bullet points here. It's so awesome. Well, well, you want to know what you want to talk about, you know, and I gave you a plenty to choose from. I gave you, you know, personal like background, athletic background, family background, uh, hobbies. It's just because there's there's multi sides to me. I'm not just a strong man. You know, I have a lot of other things that I do and get involved in. And I just want to try to show that because I'm not just that's not my identity. You know, it's just yeah. I am Hannah and I also do strong man. Yes, that's I, I fucking love it. I'm with it. Okay, so um 
First of all, you were a power lifter in college. No, you misread that. Post college, excuse I me. Played soccer in college. Yes, post college. Uh, yeah, I power lifted for about a year and a half. Um, did a couple of meets. Uh, did the Louisiana State Championships. I got third in my weight class. It just wasn't fun. Very repetitive. Just it wasn't enough for me. The judging was very inconsistent. I didn't really like it. So I just quit. And then I did some bodybuilding stuff. And then I did my figure show. I did well. I did third in the open. And then I didn't like that. So I quit that and then just continued to train. And uh, I grew up watching Strongman on TV, World Strongest Man. I watched that all the time with my brother, my dad, my mom. And I saw it on social media and found out they had a contest in Alabama, Alabama Strongest Man. And did some research and networked through people that I met with powerlifting, kind of found a coach. I emailed him. I said, hey, I just, you know, maxed on the big three in May. This is the contest I want to do. Do you think I'm strong enough or do you need to take a year off to learn? And he was like, you'll be just fine. And then I went to Alabama Strongest Man and I won. And then I went to Nationals and I think I got seventh. And then I went to Arnold and I got second. I lost by... I think 0.21 seconds to Sonny. It was a five stone series, stone of steel load for the final event. And I re I was beating her and I re-grabbed it. It was a 20 inch stone of steel. And when I re-grabbed, she took the lead and got her pro card and won the Arnold and I got second. But I wasn't too mad. It was my third show, uh, learning experience. So That's pretty damn awesome. Alabama's Strongest Man was your first show, like first ever yeah, for Strongman. Yeah. And that's where yeah. you started? Holy shit. Yeah, that's where I started. Uh, that's what started it all, really. Um, from so, there, I did OSG as a middleweight. I got second at OSG in 2018. Um, I went back to OSG as a heavyweight, but I tore my hamstring, so I had to pull out, and I haven't been back since. Gotcha. Well, uh, I mean, just, you've, been, you've done the Arnold and the Rogue, haven't you? Uh, not Rogue. Um, Rogue has yet to have a women at the Imitational yet. I've, I've done the Arnold Pro twice. Uh, fingers crossed for a third. Um, I'm really yeah. hoping that this year, you know, Giants Live had Britain. It did really well, uh, you know, with the success of the nations. I think there's a lot of talk to possibly having Giants do a women's show next year outside of Britain's Strongest Woman. So that would be really great. I would love to be in front of that kind of crowd. Hell yeah. uh, I really do thrive off of the crowd. So, I mean, it's there's a lot of things talking. Um, there's murmurs of World's Strongest Man trying to branch off and make World's Strongest Woman come back. Uh, they used to have a little series in the 2000s, and that kind of died. But there's a lot of murmur talk, and I hope that it's not just talk and people actually put their money where their mouth is and we actually get to partake in these type of things. I think it'd be great for the sport and great for the athletes to showcase what we can. And Absolutely. I mean, it was a success at the Arnold. Uh, <clears throat> you know, like... We ran at the Arnold, we ran in success with the men. So, like, the men would do an event, we would do an event back and back. And, you know, there was fear and talk of when the women went, the people would leave. And they did not. They actually, more people came. At one point, they would not let people come because there was nowhere for them to stand or sit. So, I mean, it was a very good success. Like, you know, we had over 2,000 people stacked up in stadiums. I mean, that's the biggest crowd that any of us women have ever seen. So, I mean, we will put on a show if given the opportunity and it's just, you know, it's, it takes time to make things happen. You can't just make things happen overnight. So I think it's going to happen. It's just, you know, Will's got to turn. They got to see that there's a market for it. They got to see that it's worth the money, you know, that kind of stuff. And unfortunately it is a business. So they need to make sure that it is, you know, worth that, you know? Yeah. 
Well, but I'm excited. The Arnold recap video uh, definitely has you in it. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think the first two you see in it from deadlifting is Bobby Thompson, and then it goes to you, which you are mm-hmm. one of the most popular deadlifters to watch, just because you're. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, you're fucking. Oh, that video was so awesome to watch. <clears throat> Letting it all hang out, man. I'm it, so. Woo! Fires me up, dude. It was. It was so funny. Like, uh, <laughs> so after my second attempt, uh, I was back there with Leifa and Thomas and. I was getting ready for my third attempt and you know, numerically it's not a strong deadlift compared to the other girls. But like for me, that was like a PR. It was a big pull for myself. And I was backstage and like my nose started to bleed. And I'm like, yes, it's coming. And then Leif was like, no, 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 no. And she tried to like stop it. And I'm like, wow. She's like, if they see it bleeding, they'll make you wear like a uh like a little plug up your nose before you go out there. I'm like, oh no, no, no. So I kind of like stopped it to bleed. And then I went out there and I was huffing my ammonia and I could feel it just pouring. So the whole time I was just snorting the blood back up my nose because I could feel it coming. So then as soon as I just wrapped in, like I just felt it and I was like, oh, here we go. And then sure enough, you know, I pulled it. It's just like a huge, just like, like blood loogie just like popped out. And then it just like streamed down my face at the top. It was, it was epic. Like, I'm not going to lie. And like I said, I was like, man, if Rogue just made a video of this, it would make my day. And then like 20 minutes later, I got tagged in the reel. And I was like, yes. Actually, I think I sent it to you. I think either they did a reel on Instagram or YouTube and I sent it to you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, to me, it's like, it's like Shivakov. Shivakov didn't win the deadlift, but everyone remembers Shivakov's deadlift, you know? And like, that's my thing. It's, I'm not the most static person ever. And I'm not the most, you know, the biggest or the strongest by any means, but you know, I, I do put on a good show. I do like the crowd. The crowd likes me. I am different. I bring a different, you know, aura than other competitors. And it's like, that's, that's what I like out of it, you know? Cause like at the end of the day we we are there to put on a show. So it's like, you've got to interact with the crowd. And I really do enjoy that. And it's fun. It's fun meeting fans. It's just, it's wild. Like it's wild that people want to take photos with me. Like that's the weirdest thing. Like we went to rogue invitational and I didn't expect to see anybody that knew me. And it was like me and Mel and Sam Bellevue and like people ask, you know, for our signatures and us to take pictures. And that's just so weird. It's cool, weird, but it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome though. It's just, it, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's sick. Like, it's just, it's just so wild to me. I'm like, why do these people want to take pictures with me? But it's like, you know, and I love it. Like I talk to all of my fans, you know, and I hate to use that term fans cause it's weird, but I make sure to spend time with people that want to come talk to me and I try to stay after events and go outside between events and talk to people. And, you know, cause that's, that's what helps our side grow so much is like people watching us. Cause like, if we don't have people come watch us, we can't get people in the seats. We can't get more shows. We can't get more money. We can't get more exposure. So it's like, I really try to make sure to give the effort of like, when I walked out the Arnold, God, me and Mel probably took an extra hour because every time we were trying to walk somewhere, people were trying to come up to us and we made sure we stopped and talked, and, you know, and, and not just talk in a sense is like, hey, you know, my name's Hannah. What's yours? But it's like some sort of like connection or asking them even the, just little things of where you're from. Do you compete? What's your favorite event? Like just small talk. Like to me, that's a big deal. That's awesome, though. And uh <laughs> And it's very, very much earned. You've uh, you've worked your ass off to get where you are, and it is very well earned and very well deserved. And it's even cooler to hear that you're humble about it. That's so awesome. <clears throat> that yeah, is very, it, it, very I don't think good. It'll, I don't think it'll ever be weird. <laughs> it's like we're just normal people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I'm just like in my gym right now, like a normal person would be. Well, I guess not a normal person has a strong man gym in their gym, but you know what I mean? It's just, but it is really cool. Like it is. And like, it's something I always will cherish and always like remember even like after my strong man days, like it's, it's really cool. I really do appreciate the fans a lot. Yeah. So actually, oddly enough, <coughs> pardon me. Oddly enough, the first time I ever saw you or heard your name was at Alabama's Strongest Man. Um, mm. 2020, I believe it was, when you did the um, oh, yeah. farmer's record. Oh, that was such a bad day. But yes. Uh, man, oh. okay, so I'll tell you this. So I was actually supposed to set, or I was supposed to go for the Atlas Stone world record that day. But two weeks out, uh, I was trying to like hit like a heavy single and it was so hot and so humid that the tack was just like butter. And I'm oh. like, I called my coach and I was like late. And like, that's the thing. Cause it gets, so, and you know how it is at Alabama. So it's like super humid, super hot. Like conditions are not good. And I was like looking at the weather and it was supposed to rain. And I'm like, late, like, I don't think this is like the best decision. Like, cause if your tacky's like butter, you can't do nothing about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, And it's like during summer in August, I mean, heat index is going to be over 100 degrees every day. So we actually made a last second decision to swap it to farmers. So I only did one heavy carry of farmers at my house. And then we were just going to wing it when we got down there. When we got down there, I don't know if you remember this, but it rained. It was yes. really nice in the morning Then it rained and then it got super freaking hot. Yep, it rained for so about 10, minutes, it, 10, 15 minutes before we yep. started, and the humidity went up 100%. Correct. So that was the other thing we were battling. It was funny because Leifa was like, she didn't know what humidity was. She's from California. She's like, oh, my God, what 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 is this? And I'm like, this is the South, sweetheart. This is what we live in. <laughs> and she's like, I feel like I'm in an oven and I'm going to die. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. This is my life. So it's like we did that, and it's like we couldn't – the farmer's handles, we kept covering them with towels. But they were just getting so hot, but then it was so humid that they were like sweating almost. So it's like, I mean, I, it was 305, but I mean, it was only like 16 feet. And I was super pissed because that's not, I mean, I carried 285 at home for like 65 feet quick. So when I only got 305 for 16 feet, I was like super embarrassed. And I was just like, crapola. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's outside. There is weather. There's unexpected things. And like, I still like, you know, waved at everybody. And it, people thought it was still super cool. But I was just like, not happy about it. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the, the trick with Strongman is when you're outside, you can't control the factors. And that can, and, and trying to set records like that, I mean, that's part of it you know you can't control the weather you can't control things like that it's outside of my control and yeah and wasn't it like maybe break it again one day and wasn't it like 12 o'clock before you got started even getting to warm up for this for this particular event yes because it was yes because it was going slower than normal and <laughs> this that and the other that we were having some confusion and it's just ugh, it was just as soon as i got done i was like i just need a beer just give me a beer that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, I mean that was cool. Uh, you know, shout out to Steve, for uh, Chris Slater for letting me do that, and he's a really good guy, and he puts on some good shows, and he's been a really big. He was a really big uh, help in the beginning of my career. Uh, I was driving. I drove to. I drove from Louisiana to Alabama before nationals to train on some of his equipment. Uh, 
uh, yeah. just because I didn't have access to it at home. But I mean, he's very, he's very helpful. That's back when he had his own place and stuff. And I mean, he's, he's Shout really out to Alabama strength. And, yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's a really good guy and I, I, you know, everything he's ever done for me or helped me, you know, hats off to him. He's a really good dude. Yeah. We had him in here a few weeks ago. He is, he is, uh, he is a wonderful human. He is the godfather of strong man for the Southeast. We, we owe him a lot around here. So shout out to, uh, Chris Slater on that one. And, um, Oh yeah. I don't remember what the heat index was that particular year for Alabama, but I can tell you exactly what it was this year competing. Uh, the heat index this year was 118. Oh, I believe it. And it did not I mean, rain, thankfully. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like. <laughs> Hello? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Damn it. Sorry. Oh, there she is. Oh, there you hey, are. Hey, we're back. All right. Hey. Sorry. It's all good. It's all Sorry. right. My You're okay. Talking. We thought it was us. Yeah, we did. We last week's show was plagued with issues. Yeah. So we last, were, last episode we were wondering was if it was us or not. But we're glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. She was like trying to FaceTime me, and I was like, "All right, let me let me call you in a few." You no, know, you're good. No, I've been fine. You're okay. Good. If we need to pause it, you can take a phone call real quick. You yeah, can. we can we can pause this. It's not that. Uh... No, no. I'm I'm texting her, and making sure that everything's okay. Okay. Um, cool. She probably. I tried to call her last night and she was busy with the kid or sorry, not the kids. Um, my little niece and nephew. So I just didn't know if she was busy or just wanted to call. Ah, but, yeah. uh, no, I mean, that's the thing. Alabama, man, that it is so hot. <laughs> the sixth event, Alabama is the heat. So people, when that's the thing, like, uh, just tips and tricks to like, learn how to train in that, learn how to compete in that. I mean, trying to figure out how to keep the sweat off of your hands. I mean, it just, it's, there's so much stuff that can go into like prepping for those kind of events and those kind of heat and stuff. It's just, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was going to say is for people who don't know what humidity is, imagine wearing the sun as a sweater and then add rain. That's humidity basically. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to learn how to train for the events down here, um, anywhere that has a sauna work out in there. Uh, I'll say because yeah. I trained, I trained consistently out of the air conditioning. Like I did not train any at all in a climate controlled area. I trained in a hangar with no ventilation, just making myself fucking miserable, and it still yeah. sucked. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like in my garage, I have two little fans. I don't have AC. Like it's just it. No matter what you do, like you're better prepared than people that train in AC. But it's still like. The sun beating down on you, you know, learning to stay off of your feet, learning to hydrate properly, learning how to load salt properly, you know, staying carved up. I mean, there's so many things that go into that and just it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And especially if you're trying to do like a, you know, stones with tacky, that's like a big thing. Chalk even like gets all gummy and wet. I mean, it's just, it's a whole nother element. Oh yeah. It was first event of the day was a log, which I missed a weight that I've made in the gym, I don't know how many times that really pissed me off. Um, mm-hmm. But I put on chalk twice, and by the time I got there to grab the log, I'd sweat it off. I was like, "All right, cool. Hope I don't drop it on my face." Yeah. Uh, so if it's something like that, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but uh, if you get what I like to do is I keep rubbing alcohol in my bag, and then what you do is you put rubbing alcohol over your hands and let it dry, then put chalk on it. It's kind of the same thing as that liquid chalk that because it dries off the sweat and kind of keeps you from sweating for like a hot moment. 
But oh. then also another trick you can do is if uh, you get sweatbands, because like if you're a big sweater like down your arms, if you put sweatbands above your wrist wraps, that's going to catch all the sweat going down from your arms that seep into your wrist wraps that seep into your hands. Question. And the reason I'm asking yes. this is I'm curious if this is legal or not. Um, in men's slow pit softball and some baseball stuff, you can use a spray or pine tar because it's attack. Uh-huh. Would that be possible uh-huh. for y'all to use? Since it, if you're sweating and the, the chalk is coming off and you don't want to lose your grip, don't you want something to hold on to? Because I've seen, well, like, I've, I've played softball in 100 plus degrees temperature and the, it was still insanely tacky, just in the bash. Bats are having heat on them all day. It's usually specified in the rules what you can and cannot yeah. use. Okay, yeah, I was curious. Yeah, and most of the times they say no. Hmm. Yeah, like any kind of a tacky or something like that, they're going to say no. So, And I would say that will probably be considered tacky. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. a spray glue, basically, is what it is. Hmm. And Yeah. Oh, how about rosin bag? Do you know what a rosin bag is? Yeah, I know what a rosin yeah. bag is. Yeah, I, I watched the rookie is. of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you think that yeah, would work? That would, that would be one of those things that I wouldn't, if I had a rosin bag and I went to a contest, I would not want to ask the promoter in front of people. I would ask the promoter by myself. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I would have messaged him yeah. beforehand to make sure that would have been okay. Yeah, because yeah, it's not it's not necessarily just a tack, because it is just a powder. Right. But I don't know Correct. if it would be considered tackier than chalk. Uh, that yeah. would be, what, why didn't you think of that when we had Chris Slater in here? Because this wasn't a topic at the time, like Fair. this particular this particular conversation we're having at the moment about the grip and the and the tack and the sweating and the and the things not holding in the handsies, yeah, that was not a topic at the time. Whatever. You want to know what a topic at the time was? Death at 116 uh, degrees. Yeah, yeah, that was a topic at the time. Yes, I mean you could text them. Yeah. No, we'll 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 move past that. Okay, so. Yeah. Second in the Arnold, third show ever, and then you went from middleweight to heavyweight, and then you got your pro card. That is, that yeah. is a task in of itself. Just changing weight classes. Yeah. Um. I basically uh, mopped up on the moving and speeding and loading events because I'm really quick and athletic. So I kind of like really made up ground there. Uh. But yeah, I won nationals. Got my pro card. Went to Arnold Amateur that next year. Won that. Uh. It was good, and then went to the Arnold Pro, got third, and then then this Arnold this year I got ninth because of I had knee issues. But uh, I mean, still yeah, a good show. Uh, I had the jam to do what now? It was still a good show. Yeah, I still, despite having knee issues, I mean, when you're well, that's the thing, like you're there, your knee pops, you might as well just make use of it and go and do what you can, and that's basically what it turned into. But I really wanted to like not get focused on being, you know, upset about my knee. And I really wanted to focus on, you know, taking it all in. Cause the thing is, is what's really cool about bigger shows like that is it's not just up there being out there. It's the thing that I really enjoy doing is doing all this cool rad stuff with my friends. So like, I don't care what the placing is, but the fact that I'm out there with like, you know, Mel and Donna, doing all the really cool stuff like to me that's going to bring me a lot more memories and like things that i can go back on versus like oh well, i got third or i got ninth. you know what i mean and yeah. it's like at the end of the day it's like i really want to try to focus and bring on the fact that like i get out there and get to go do like the coolest stuff with like my best friends and like to me that's more important like making those kind of memories because like 
you also got to realize five, ten years from now, no one's going to remember who won the Arnold. Yeah. I mean, who won the Arnold? Who won the Arnold three years ago for the women? Are you asking me? Because I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the but point yeah, she's no making. One, yeah, that's the point I'm making. It's like I believe it was Olga. I could I could even be wrong because like I'm even in the sport, but it's like I don't really I don't obsess myself so much on it that I remember those things. But I mean, even like three years ago, who won it for the men? Well, to be fair, I was not a part of the sport then, so I wouldn't have known anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, you know, it's just it's, it's those things, and it's like. I try to just look back on the stuff that I get to do with my friends and like making really cool memories versus trying to like strive for these things. Cause like, uh, you know, your memory, your it's just like, it's very short lived. Like Leifa won the first Arnold ever for the pro women in 2016. And she's out of the sport now and people don't even know who she is. And that was yeah. only in 2016. Yeah. Like she'll show up to with me to coach and people have no idea who she is. And that's like, dude, she was one of the biggest pioneers of the sport. And y'all don't even know who she is. And yeah. it's like, that's the thing. Like you, it really puts in like, like retrospective, like how important we are, or how not important we are in this small little like group of like of a community of a pond. And it's like, people just get so wrapped up in it. I'm like, dude, I'm just up here doing cool stuff with my friends. And that's what I want to take away from it is like absolutely getting to do the coolest things with my friends and making those kind of memories. Cause like, that's going to bring me more happiness and like better memories and then being so focused on like, Oh, well I hurt my knee and I didn't do good and yada, yada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we are, um, I, I, I myself and I know Jake will, will agree with me on this one that we definitely, <clears throat> we definitely need to highlight some women because there are some amazing, amazing female athletes in the sport of strongman right now. And I consider you to be one of those people. Honestly, <laughs> I really do. Just especially yeah. looking at this list of stuff you sent me, it's like holy shit, that's <laughs> awesome. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I still sound like I'm 12. I apologize. Um, we've got. It's okay. I'm all I'm congested. Yeah. Okay. It's that time of year. Goldenrod's doing very well. We just we're still having hacking shit from the flu, so it's great. Um, yeah. We've had Aaron Tate in here. We need to get Aaron Tate back, and it just be Aaron and have a show. It'd be just about Aaron. That way we can talk about yeah. her for the sport of strongman. We have you in here. I have a, I have Jamie Douglas penciled in here, but she asked for something at the first of the year, which I understand because uh, she's got Mississippi Strongest coming up, and that's probably taking yeah. up a buttload of her time. So we uh, we're gonna do that. Also, we are working on getting Rihanna Loveless in here. Oh, cool! Yeah. So shout out to my boy Tyler Davis. We're uh, we are. Uh, using him explicitly to try to make and see if we can make that happen. Cool. <clears throat> That'd be good. That'd be real good. Who, who was it? Uh, so the winner of the Arnold Classic Women's Physique in 2020 was Natalia. You physique? That's, that's bodybuilding. What are you doing? Oh, I just, this is all it gives me. Like, that's what I was making a point this of. Is just, what, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's the, not, I, I, I believe looked it was up, Olga. I looked up Arnold's Woman strongman winner, and it gives me physique. Look up um, Arnold Strongman wow. Classic Female 2020. All right, let me try that one. Yeah, because if if it has the word physique in there, that's a bodybuilding show. I get that, but that's like mm -hmm. I pulled it up, and as I was scrolling, that was literally the only thing coming up. There was no strongman, strong woman answers. Come on, Google. All right, what do you want to look up? Arnold uh, Classic Arnold Strongman Classic. 
Yeah. That's the that's the technical, full official name of the event. What is it it's, like? It's what? Olga. Is it's it Olga? Olga. I got it right here. Yeah, it's Olga. Well, if we had a producer, he could probably have found it for us. Thanks, John. <laughs> he might be here later, sir. <laughs> Calm your tits. Well, we don't need him. We, we yeah. need him now. Anyway, yeah, it was Olga. Olga. I figured it was. Um. Yeah, she's won two. She's won two of them. What is that like just walking around at the Arnold with with the 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 people of the past, you know, just having like like Magnus being there and Bill Kazmar being there and then seeing all these all the all the you know, the men, the popular men walk around. But then you've got the like the like the badass women that walk around there too. What is that like just being around those people? I mean, it's it's weird for me because I'm friends with all of them. So to me, like, I don't think anything of it. I'm like, I'm just there with my friends. Hmm. Like, you know, so it's weird. It's it's a weird question to ask me because, like, you know, I'm I'm friends with a lot of the big boys. Like, this whole weekend when I was in the Rogue, like, I was hanging out with Evan. We went to supper with Evan. I'm really good friends with Bobby Thompson. I'm good friends with Trey Mitchell. Uh, you know, Maxine with Sam Bellevue. I'm good friends with them. Uh, who else? Uh Matuis has always been really nice to me. Every time we see each other, we, we chat for a few minutes. Um, Hooper, I've met a couple times. Uh, we haven't developed a friendship. It's just, you know, cordial athletes and stuff. But, I mean, I, I don't get to spend a lot of time with Hooper. Uh, who else is out there? How about Rob Kearney? Uh, I've only met Rob once, and Rob was very nice. He actually was very funny. He made me laugh. Um, He's, uh, that dude's I mean, got even, the greatest Instagram name ever. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's weird because like with me, it's like, we're all like just a bunch of friends hanging out. Like, I mean, like, for example, at breakfast at the Arnold last year, like I went to breakfast, it was me, Mel, uh, Donna, and Andrea, and you know, Thomas was with me, but it's like, we're all sitting there, best of friends, and like, you know, Olga comes, but it's like, I don't think anything of it because we're all friends, but it's like to other people, if they came and sat with those people, they might would have a different view or reaction, but you know, oh, like Luke, Luke and Tom. I'm really, I'm good friends with Luke, especially. Uh, Tom's really good. I mean, you know, him and his wife are very nice. I hung out with her a little bit at the road, but it's just, it's weird because to me, it's, it's just my friends. So it's weird. It's See, hard to those, explain because I think. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I apologize. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like, I think it'd be different if like, if I brought someone with me to sit around those people, I think they would just be like, oh, wow, you're hanging out with, like, Luke Stoltman and Tom Stoltman or Evan or whoever. And I'm just like, well, yeah, they're my buddies. But to them, I think it's it's different. So it's hard. And that's the thing that's also weird to me because I have to remember that they they are, like, the big boys. And I remember – and it's funny because I remember when I first started Strongman the first time I saw Thor. Like, I was not starstruck because I don't get starstruck by people, but I was like, oh, man, that's Thor. I want to go talk to him and introduce myself. And then – you know, now Thor knows who I am because me and Thor, we shared the same bag record together until Olga beat it out of me last year at the Clash. But it's like, it's weird from when I was a beginner in the sport and I wanted to meet these people to now. It's like I met Brian Shaw and like he knew who I was when I met him. He's like, oh yeah, I know who you are. So it's it's different now because wow. I'm around them all the time. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's it's different. And it's it's weird different, but cool different at the same time because you see, it's almost like a sense of like respect, I guess. But yeah. you're out there banging hard with all the guys and stuff. And then, you know, also it's not just, you know, earning your respect as like an athlete, but like 
just being, you know, cordial and hanging out and bullshitting with everybody and kind of like just being your own thing and, you know, developing relationships and friendships with the guys and cutting them up with them and joking with them and just kind of, you know, I treat them all like, like brothers, I guess. Same thing with the guys at work. I'm just mean to them all the time to like beat them down and break down their egos because they're not like better than anybody else. So it's just, I'm like the mean little sister that just walks around, but I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, Thomas gets to hang out with all of them too. And he really enjoys that. And, but it is surreal. Cause it's, I remember when I first started, it's like, it was different for me. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I want to meet them. And now it's like, I'm hanging out with them. So it's been a really cool journey to see for me walking to the sport and want to like meet these people to now I'm like going to supper with these people and hanging out with them, like on a regular basis and like kicking back and throwing beers with them. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Okay. I get that. You know, just, I would have to, I would, I, I, and I, it's not to say that I get starstruck with just people that I admire. I would probably have to prepare myself a little bit for those people. So I get that. Um, speaking of Brian Shaw, this is, uh, this was not on my list of questions, but you brought it up. So I'm going to ask, um, are you ever going to do his show? Are you ever going to do his, uh, competition? Uh, I, want to but work keeps screwing up things my my work schedule so i don't know if y'all know this but i work at newport steel so i i'm in casting we take liquid steel turn it to a solid bar and i'm in production so okay. i work four twelves on and off and then i do swing shifts so i work four days and i'm off four days and i work four nights and i'm off four days and back to four days Ugh. so i have the dumbest schedule ever that ruins everything i try to do because it's not a real life schedule it sounds so terrible you pass up on it it is. It's it's absolutely terrible. Yeah, yes, it's, I think it's terrible. But what did, we booked this just uh, for this day because it worked for you. We did this what two months ago? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Something it, like that. Yeah, just because it worked for I you. Go, Crazy. Yeah, because I work. I go back to work tomorrow night. Crazy. So I'm on nights days, and yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like. Uh, you know, that's the whole thing. It's like I miss out on a lot of contests because, like, I'm only allowed so many vacation days. And then I have to be mindful of which vacation days I take for bigger shows. So I have to kind of hold out because if I use all my invites for the beginning of the year, then I, if I get an invite at the end of the year and I don't have vacation days and it falls on a weekend, I can't go. So I miss out on OSG twice now. I've missed out on Brian Shaw's show twice now. I've missed out on several Highland games. I've missed out on uh, something else I missed out on, but that's just, it, unfortunately, that's just my job and it pays the bills and it's a good 401k and good benefits and strongman does not have any of those things. So, well, when you're right, you're right, <laughs> man. Oh man. Yeah. Jake, you look like you wanted to say something, buddy. What'd you, what, what'd you got? Oh, I was just going to say <clears throat> like working for 12s. Um, used to working three twelves, three on, four off, and then having yeah. the proposition being on like four on, four off. I no, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand how people can do that. Yeah, that sounds dumb. It, it sounds is, like a terrible it is, schedule. It, uh, <clears throat> it's a horrible schedule that makes absolutely no sense in the world of yeah. in, industrial work. Normal I've, life. Like I've done yeah. it. Like the industrial work where she's at. Like I've worked at a steel mm-hmm. mill. Like I was building it. I wasn't doing what she's doing, but knowing that people work that kind of schedule, there's so many things that that schedule just takes away from you, and you have no mm-hmm. choice about it. 
It is not it's not fair no. to the person at all. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Like uh my uncle yeah, and- I was gonna say my uncle worked swing shift is what she does, right? He worked it for twenty years and I have no idea how he did it because he would do two weeks on days, two weeks on nights, two weeks on days, two weeks on well, nights. That sounds even worse. It dude. <clears throat> imagine having <laughs> a day to go from sleeping every day to get on your day shift. And you have one day to get yourself ready for night shift for the next two weeks. And that that's all you ever got. Fuck that. Yeah, it sucks. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, some of the hardest things I've had to do as far as, like, just especially pulled in with overtime. Sometimes you'll work four nights. You'll be off one day. Then have to work a night. Then you're off two days and go in the days. Uh, <sighs> I've worked six days on, two days off, then go into four nights. I've worked... I mean, it's just, and it's to completely not conducive for training, much less strongman training and much less a prep. Like preps are so hard with my work schedule. And then also like the physicality of my job matched with prep. It's just, it's, it's completely not, it does not help at all. And it has destroyed probably a lot of progress that I've could have made and has destroyed a lot of stuff that I've could have accomplished by now. But Unfortunately, that's just the life that I'm living, and it pays the bills, and that's just what I got to do. <laughs> and it's and it sucks because like my job with my guys, like making steel, is a really cool job. It really is, but I miss out on a lot of family stuff because you know, like right now, this past weekend uh, was my niece's little second birthday. I live I already live nine hours from home, but we had a work class that we had to go to. So I couldn't go home because I'm not going to drive nine hours one way, spend one day, then drive nine hours back. No. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go on my off turn, at least have two days. So it's just like I've missed, I've missed every birthday of theirs. I make Christmas. Um, I'm scheduled to work Christmas and Thanksgiving, so I don't know how I'm going to make it work. I'm going to go see my family, but I don't know if I'll be able to see the kids. Uh, I've missed friends' weddings. I've missed all sorts of normal life stuff that I can't, it's just, that's just how it is. But you know, me and Thomas are on the same schedule. So it works great for me and him. But as far as everybody else's life, it's, it sucks. Like I don't, if, if I, if I had a family, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want him to do it. Cause it's like, I see what my guys go through about how they miss a lot of stuff for their kids and it's not fair. And I hate it for them. Like it really does suck that way, but it's just, it's a job and it pays well and people do it and it's got to be done. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I got a question. Would, mm-hmm. would flying say instead of driving nine hours, would you rather fly in, take, make a nine hour flight, say maybe two and a half hours. Would that be better for you? Or no. Cause, just- so that's the thing where, uh, I live near Alexandria so it's not a direct flight. So by the uh, time you fly all the way past to Dallas, then back from Dallas to Alexandria, it's about eight hours of travel time and about $900 for one ticket. <laughs> no, yeah, fuck that's, that. not, that's not worth it at all. So, you, so you're no, about so Alex City? Like, uh, I, yeah, I grew up about 30 minutes south of Alexandria. It's a little town called Cheneyville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And where are you at yeah, in Alabama so now? Uh, I am a little town called Somerville. It's a uh, it's by Decatur, kind of outside Huntsville. Okay. 
yeah. Very cool. No, right and, where you're and that's at. The thing, like it's, yeah. I mean, and it's cool. I like the area. It's it's in the country. It's you know about 20 minutes from Priceville to get groceries. It's not bad. We drive about 35, 40 minutes to work one way. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff up here that we do. I like the fact that it gets a little bit cooler than it does back home. I really enjoy that. But and that's another cool thing. I mean, and I talk about all this negative stuff about my job, but the really cool thing about my job is if I take four days vacation, then I'm off for 12 and we got to spend 10 days in Norway and 10 days in Scotland. Yes. So something else to talk about. A plus. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a plus side of my job. Um, you know, but I mean, we did, that's the first time I've got to go out of the country. Uh, very fortunate for that. We went to Norway for 10 days. We both competed at stones of strength. Um, I won the pro class for the stones of strength. Thomas competed in the pro class. He was against like Andy black and like all these dudes that are like six, nine, like three sixty, And he actually came out sixth. He actually did pretty good. There um, you go. He had, a, he had a really hard time with travel though. But I mean, this is how, this is how bad travel was though. Uh, given our work, we have protected holidays, so we couldn't take off July 4th. We had to work July 4th. Well, we got off. We worked nights. We got off July 5th morning, showered at work, drove straight to the airport, stayed up from like 1 o'clock the previous day to like load our truck and everything, drove to the airport, flew out at 8.30 a.m. after working a night shift, got to Washington, D.C., had a three-hour layover. We didn't want to sleep in the, in the airport in, in case of like them changing the gate and we lose our flight. So we stayed up, got on the flight. We were up for 26 hours before we fell asleep. We had about an hour nap. On the flight from there to Germany, there was a probably like a three-year-old that screamed the entire time. We took NyQuil, put on our headsets and all the way up, and we still could hear the kids, so we didn't really sleep. Got to Germany. Our flight was delayed leaving D.C., so we had to run through customs. Almost didn't make our flight in Germany. Finally made our connecting flight. Made it to Oslo. Got our car. Had to drive three hours north. Got to the hotel. Hotel didn't have our room cleaned out. Had to wait another hour before we could go to sleep. And I don't know if you've ever been extremely sleep-deprived, but you feel like you're drunk. Yeah. Like you, you are super disoriented. Things are moving around. You don't feel right. Nothing makes sense. So we're like super trashed. Uh, We got to our room. We took a three-hour nap, got up to eat supper, went back to sleep. And over there during summer, it doesn't get dark. So it's like 11 p.m. and it's like daylight. So even though it's getting late, you don't know it's getting late because it's not getting dark. So next thing you know, you're with your friends. And then you look at your phone and it's like, oh, crap, it's, you know, midnight. So you hurry up, you go to sleep. And we traveled, we competed a couple of days later, I think two days later, but Thomas was just like, his CNS was so trash from being so sleep deprived and this, then the time change, it's a seven hour time change that like, he was like picking up a rock to press and he's pressed at the house, shoot, a bazillion times easily. And he is just like uncontrollably just shaking. Like he could not stop shaking and he only got like one rep. So he didn't have the best contest as far as that goes, but he still did good enough to play six. But traveling to compete versus traveling just to hang out is completely different. Um, when we went to Scotland, it was a lot better. We came off of a day turn, so it wasn't near as bad. Uh, but we did a really cool stone tour there. Um, we're going to go back and finish the rest of the stones. We got to do the Denny's at Denny Day with at the Gathering, which was 
hands down one of the coolest experiences I've ever experienced. Uh, I competed in the Jan Todd games. He did not get to compete in the Donald Denny day, but if he gets to go, if we go next year, he's qualified. So we'll be able to do that. But I mean, it's just, uh, it's wild because in Scotland, strength is respected so much more than here because there's so much enriched like history and strength. Like I lifted the Denny's and they're like, oh, you're going to go back home and they're going to roll out the red carpet. I'm like, no one knows anything about the Denny's. Like no one's going to know what I did. No one's going to care. And they're like, what? what? What do you mean? It's like, it's, you know, monumental and it's historical and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but back home, no one respects strength. It's a completely different scenario from here, there. And they like could not understand that. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's just our, there's not in our history in our culture, like strength is not a respected thing. And you didn't have to grow up picking up certain things to certain heights to get a certain wage or to become a man or all these things. It's like that like rich history and culture just doesn't exist here in strength at all. So we're just behind and they just could not get over it. Like it was just, it's wild that they couldn't get that. Yeah. But here's a way to think about that. We are writing our history and strength and your name is very much in that list. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We're just so far delayed, but I mean, it's just, it's wild. Like we were eating at a, a, a little bread and breakfast and the little waitress was like, you know, why are y'all here? Like, what are y'all here for? And I was like, Oh, we're going to Donald Denny day or the Denny day. And you know, we're going to lift the Denny's. And she was like, no. So she like went and got the whole kitchen staff. The kitchen staff came out and they were like, are y'all both going to lift them? And we're like, well, I mean, we're going to try. And they're like, man, that is so cool. Like, I mean, it was just the respect that they have for that over there. And like people at the grocery store, like little like old ladies know what we're doing and stuff. It's just the culture is just so different, but it's so it's so cool. Like it's just it, it's really cool. We really enjoyed it. We met a lot of cool people. Uh, Chloe and Donna came out. They watched me, and it was really cool having them there. Luke and Tom were there. Um, I mean, it was really cool. It was a really cool day to have all these people in there. And it's so funny. Like at Denny Day, there were like there were probably more senior citizens there were young people. But they all come out every day, you know, that year, and they watch that, and that's just what they do, and they get so excited, and they all have, like, their little cameras out, and they want to meet you, and they talk to you, and they just think it's so cool, and they wished. I had so many older ladies come up to me wishing that they could have done what I did when they were young because they wish that would have been a thing because they think it's so cool. And it's like me, that's really cool, and that resonates with me a lot because it's like, you know, things have changed and it is getting popular for women to get in the gym and, you know, get a barbell in their hands and stuff like that. And that revolution and stuff is really cool to see and like it unfold. And that's really cool to see them coming and watching and wishing that they could have done that back when they were my age. And that's that that holds special to me. I really appreciate when stuff like that said. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I, I agree. You know, I agree with them. Well, I mean, I say I'm not a little old lady. Put that out there. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that I, is I think the it's biggest really beard cool I've what seen. you're doing. Do I'm sorry. <clears throat> I was going to say that's the biggest beard I've seen on a little old lady over there. I've got to get over ear headphones instead of in ear headphones. Why? Because <laughs> you were just speaking. And I had no idea that you were talking. <laughs> well, it also doesn't help that the feedback doesn't happen anymore to slow yeah. us down while we're talking. On top of me not hearing very well, it's just not a good combination. Yeah, you're not. And I sound like I'm 12, and I'm not happy about it. No, you, you sound a little older now. You sound like you're about like 15, 16 now. I feel like I've been... No, I, my name is Marge. I've been working at Waffle House for 50 years. Back when they could smoke in Waffle House. 
<laughs> Sometimes they still do. Your grits are hash browns. Huh. Do you want them covered, smothered? <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying, I was being sincere. Um, I think it's really cool what you're doing, and it's really cool what you've done. And um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you get. Hopefully, you get that Arnold invite for this year. Um, that's going to be really cool to watch. It was really cool to watch this year. It was really cool to watch last year. Um, and uh, hopefully, you can uh, you can keep going. What is your next goal? Like, are you trying to go to like, um, like, uh, like well, hold on, let me back up. Let me back up. Were you approached or were you aware of the teams and all that being built for America's Strongest Nation? Were you a part of that at all? Uh, the first time, no. The second time when Long pulled out, I think she had some work issues and she couldn't get off. Uh, I was in discussion for replacing her, but I was unfortunately not chosen. Um, okay. I really don't know what went into that. Uh that was something else. I was never approached if I could or anything. I just know there was some on table discussion and talk about replacements for long. And my name was up for discussion, but they went with a different path and chose uh, someone else. They chose Aaron Murray. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's, I, that's out of my control. I would have loved to went over there. Uh, I'd have loved to be in front of the crowd. I think I could have put on a really good show, but it wasn't in the cards this year. Maybe next year I might get called up. I'm not sure, but you know, wish wish Team US all the luck. But they're gonna have a hell of a time with those UK ladies. I know that. But yeah, and that's the thing. Like I've, I'm you know, I'm best friends with most of the UK girls. So I'm kind of like I'm kind of torn. It's like I'm, I'm best buddies with the US guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I know the girls really well, but. I have my hearts in different places and I'm kind of just like, well, whatever happens, happens. But I mean, the thing is, is about nations is realistically nations is a very, it's more of a production. It's not a really heavy show. It's more for fun and entertainment aspect. It's more of like a fun show. And uh, I think sometimes that gets kind of pulled by the wayside, but I really hope that we're able, like giants opens up another show for us next year and invites, you know, some of us from the U S you know, Sam and Mel from Canada and kind of makes it just like a, a normal show with, you know, UK girls, US girls, and Canada girls, and let us all really hang out and play. I think that would really be good. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, when you say long, who you mean? Do you mean Victoria Long or who? who, who, who yeah, who yeah, that? yeah. Sorry, Victoria Long. I, I call her Long. I don't call her Victoria. Anytime I talk to her in person, I'm just, I call her Long. Okay. Uh, I have not. Uh, I haven't had the chance to meet her. I've met Dennis. Dennis actually, uh, Dennis actually judged a competition I did this year, and uh, yeah. he's uh, he's a, a wonderful guy. Seems like he had uh, he had his pet ponies there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Those, they're good uh, people. I like them a lot. Yeah, they they seem like they're wonderful people to be around. They are. <laughs> pardon me. Pardon me. Um, I I just didn't know if there was a qualifier for the teams or if it was just kind of like a big roundtable discussion of just picking names out of a hat? Uh, the first year from what we gathered, we were told that they chose from the pool of women that competed in OSG prior. Ah, then, so yeah, so you were shit out of luck on that one. I was shit out of luck on that one. And then um, when they were playing with it, that's the thing, like I've 
competed in OSG. I just didn't do it last year. So then, I don't know. I mean, the way – I don't know how things are done. I'm not in those discussions. I'm not in those talks. Uh, there was no qualification system. I'm not sure. I don't know what they're going to do henceforth. I don't know if, for example, if something happens and Team USA loses again, I don't know if they're going to try to get new blood in there. I don't know if they're going to try to switch out people. I don't I don't know the direction that Giants is going with that or what they will entail. Uh, I've never had the possibility of walking in front of, you know, Colin or Darren or introducing myself to them. Um, it's funny because a lot of people don't realize, but Giants – only pays attention to giants they don't watch the arnold they don't watch osg they don't watch none of that stuff they only really pay attention to the people that's in front of them and that's also hard to get your name in if they've never seen you which to be seen you kind of got to do their stuff so it is beneficial to do osg because you're in front of them because it opens up you know for especially for the heavyweight men that's a great option for them to go to the giants and stuff but it's just Unfortunately, with my work and stuff, I haven't been able to go to OSG the past two years, and that's just it's just part of it, you know. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, looking at looking at uh, the list for women this year, Team UK. Goddamn, they've got Donna Moore, Andrea Thompson, Rebecca Roberts, and Lucy Underwood. Damn, under down. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. A- I mean, that's uh, that's a stacked, solid lineup for yeah. sure. And, and they then, all have their like own specialties and they all have different packages. And it's just, I mean, UK is going to be hard to beat. I mean, the guys line up too is very stout. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be a very good show. And I, I'm excited. You know, I watched Giants last year. I'm going to watch it this year. I watch a lot of the Giants shows. Um, you know, Tyler Cotton just got to compete in, in one of the, in the Glasgow show. And I was really excited for him to get out there on the floor the first time. You know, it's it's really cool to sit there and watch my friends go out there and get to do those rad shows and cheer them on from back home. Because, I mean, it is. And it's like, I enjoy it. I enjoy my friend's success, and I want to see them do really cool rad things. And it's it's really cool. I'll sit there and yell at the TV all the time. It's just, it's funny. Well, it gives me hope looking at America's List because we've got Gabby Dixon, Nadia Stowers, Inez, I don't know how to say her last name, and Victoria Long is listed as a competitor. Yeah, it's uh, she's out and now. It's uh, Aaron Murray. Oh, so that was for this year. Yeah, so this year. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, it's not. She hasn't been picked. changed on the site. Then never mind. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. What about Inez? Have you met Inez? Have you, have you been around her any? Uh, at the Arnold Pro, I was around her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she kind of came out of nowhere the last couple of years, didn't she? Uh, she used to do powerlifting and was, I think, fairly strong in that and kind of transitioned into a strong man. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I got, they got my guy, the uh, Team USA leader, Martins Leetzies. I'm such a huge fan of that guy. This guy's probably my favorite in the sport. So, Oh, yeah. Martins, I love that dude. He's a really good dude. Um, we were, he was there. He was actually filming uh, his uh, YouTube um, – God, what's it called? Strength, Strength Unknown. Unknown. Uh, his yeah, he was he was over in Scotland doing the Denny Days things, and he was there, and we talked to him a lot. And um, he actually hooked me up. I'm actually working with his physio right now, working on some knee stuff. So, I mean, he's a really good guy. He wants to see people healthy. He wants to see people strong. Um, he's a really good contact to have. He's very nice, down to earth, very easy to talk to. Super strong. Super yeah. strong. Yeah, guy that's won it all. It's Martins Leeds. Yeah, so he awesome. pressed the Fiona Stone. 
and the Fianna stone's never been pressed. It's like a 310 pound, like iron ore stone. And it's been like dated back to like the early, like 900. So you had to lift it to protect the King. And I mean, it's never been pressed ever. And he came over there and he pressed it with ease. I mean, he is very, very. <clears throat> yeah. He's uh he is no joke for sure, but I, I love watching him and I've seen him a lot more on my social media with other people. So I hope that yeah. this means that he's uh, getting back into the sport. Uh, I hope, I hope yeah. dearly that he is. Yeah. He's uh he should be at this Arnold. Him and Thor will be back. I did see that Thor will be back, man. It's going to be, it's going to yeah. be one to watch this year. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Well, I have no doubt that you're going. I have no doubt. Um, so let's see. Let's so, talk about this new world record you got. Let's hear about that. It was completely last minute and unexpected. And like, I mean, last minute, like 10 minutes ahead of time, last minute. That's oh, how wow. last minute it was. I, I, I went over there to drink beer with my friends and hang out and just watch Strongman and just relax. And then I get over there and I'm drinking beer and relaxing. And then I get told, by Jan Todd, she's like, I want to see you lift the Denny's Sunday. And I'm like, so I'm lifting the Denny's Sunday. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I guess I better stop drinking beer. So then <laughs> I didn't drink Saturday. And then Sunday came with the record breakers. Uh, I did get a full lift on the Denny's. I did not break the, the uh, record. Um, I didn't know they were having them. I didn't train it at all. I just, I wanted to get a full lift. I got a full lift. <clears throat> then about 10 minutes before they started doing the Thor's hammer, I like looked at the weights and I looked at Jan and I was like, can I do this? And she's like, you're here. I'd like to see it. And I was like, okay. And then, well, the record was 135. I picked up the 150 and then I went for 175. I actually got it twice. Um, the, the rules state that you, if you pick it up, you can brace on your hip with your hand. But as soon as it's lifted, you have to pull your hand off of your hip, like kind of like a stone to shoulder. And, yeah. uh, I didn't pull my hand off and I got the down command. So I got really pumped up and Jan was like, no. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you didn't have your hand off your hip. And I'm like, well, I got the down call. She's like, yeah, it's wrong. And I was like, all right, well then can I go again? And she's like, yeah, you can go again. So like the guys went again and then I got to go again. And then by that time, my right hand was just so just dead. I just hurried up and swapped to that left hand and picked it up. And it was actually like easy looking. I was like, holy cow. Um, so that's why you really swapped cool. hands. I mean, okay. Oh yeah. I mean like 10 minutes before they did it, I was out there like, Oh, okay. Like, I guess I'm doing this now type of thing. But that's the thing. Like if Jan Todd tells you to do something, you're going to do it. You don't tell Jan. No. Well, I don't know who Jan but, Todd I mean, is, but I'll remember that. Yeah. I don't know who that is but, either. Jan, okay. Let me give you a little history. Jan Todd <laughs> is like the godmother of strength sports for women. Okay. So do you know who Terry Todd is? No. Terry Todd, Pat, Terry Todd, and oh, you are, you are an embarrassment right now. Oh, you have homework. Damn, you just got scorched, you, sir. Damn. All right, you have homework. Whenever we get off, sometime tonight, go on Rogues YouTube, and they're going to have these documentaries of Terry Todd and all this stuff. So Terry Todd actually brought Strongman to the Arnold, and him and Jan are were married. He passed away, I think, three years ago. I think it was. But Jan was the first woman to total 600, 700 pounds in powerlifting. She started us doing powerlifting. She was like, started doing strongman. She's the first woman to ever lift the Denny's back in the 70s. Oh. Yeah. Jan Todd is like 
like the godmother of strength sports. Like you, when she walks, you listen and you, when she talks, you listen, like you don't tell Jan, no, when Jan speaks, you shut up and you listen. I mean, it's like, she is very much heavily involved with the rogue, with the Arnold, everything. She controls all the event selection with Steve Slater. I mean, her and Terry, they basically took in uh, Mark Henry, and you know who Mark Henry is. Oh yeah. Okay. I know who. So Mark same Henry thing is. with Mark. All right. So they basically were like parents to him. He got a strong man. He did everything at the Arnold. I mean, she's very much she she runs the Stark Center at UT Austin, which a Stark Center is basically a strength like like history like museum, and it's got all like the artifacts from way back with uh the Sandwina, you know, the trophy that we have after Sandwina and all the circus tricks and circus acts that all the women and men did way back in, you know, the early days and entertaining people and strength acts and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of strength history and a lot of strength culture like involved with these people. And it's, there's some Whoa. really important names to know. He coached Bill Kazmaier. Yeah. Oh my God. And she was on Johnny Carson. She's on there. She's been on a lot of things. She knows a lot of people. Like the the Jan Todd games were named after her. I mean, she's done so much for the sport. She's been everywhere. I mean, she's she's full of knowledge and full of history. And she's, I mean, she's still strong to this day. And she's like old. Yeah, she's seventy one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jan Todd speaks. You listen. She says, "Lift it. You lift it. Got it." Yeah. That's, Absolutely. You yeah. don't tell Jan Todd no. You don't tell Jan Todd yeah, no. Was You're like, right. I was like, I was like, I guess I better stop drinking beer. She's like, mm, probably. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like one of those moments of like, so there I was. Yep. <laughs> so there I was. I was drinking beer and then I got told to stop yeah. being drunkard and go lift weights. Yeah. I Pretty mean, much, yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, she's, but she's rad. She's really cool. She's funny. She's got a lot of stories. I mean, it's just, she's really cool. Jan Todd, Jan Todd is awesome. Huh, well, goals to see if we can get her on the show. Good luck. She's a busy lady. Yeah, well, I figure that it'll probably be like 2080 before we ever get to talk to her. <laughs> you never know, before man. We're ever, before oh. we're ever popular enough to have somebody like that on here. Damn, that's you so awesome. You never know, man. We, we may have the right person who could ask her. Oof. It's hard for me to get in touch with Jan Todd. I tried calling her before the, before the rogue twice, and I never could get a hold to her. Well, maybe but, you should have sent her uh, some smoke signals or something. Smoke signals, maybe. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. So, yeah, that's uh, quite the quite the impressive uh, world record. Just like, hey, Jan Todd said, do it, so I did it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was cool. Like, it was really, it was really rad. You know, I was out there with the guys. Um, I was the only female doing it. Uh, but just like out there and having the crowd with you, and like it was really like the weather really messed up the rogue. And like we were supposed to be out on the baseball field, and then it rained. So then they kind of put us in this like pop up, uh, like rogue store that they had out in the parking lot, and like rain was just like. So like it was like a river of rain going underneath everything. We put all these mats down. We had to put these sandbags to redirect the water. We had towels everywhere. Like it was wild. And like we were worried about like the water coming over the mats and like slipping and stuff. But like they made it work. They got it together. You know, unfortunately, it wasn't able to be aired on the YouTube because of the thing that changed locations. But I mean, Rogue 
Rogue got a lot of heat from what they did and how things happened, but Rogue, I mean, they did the best they could with the weather. Um, you know, they, they're pouring a lot of money in the sport. They're making really cool equipment. I mean, they're trying. And, you know, I got to commend them and throw my hats off to them. They are, they are definitely trying. Absolutely. So I thought that was um, really cool. Rogue, you are you're right. I agree that Rogue is definitely definitely throwing in a lot towards the sport of strongman. Uh, they're doing some really cool stuff. Um, I do enjoy watching the uh, Rogue strongman stuff and all that kind of thing. So, um, and also about the weather. This about the weather. Just and this this just from this calendar year. Of competition because this is really the first, like the only year I've ever competed because I started competition wise. I started this past October, like October of twenty two was my first competition ever, and I oh, got okay. my fucking ass handed to me. But I had a ball doing it, so it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. Weather in this sport, especially in a competition that is not indoors. Is is vital, and we talked about Alabama already uh, a couple times mm-hmm. on the show. But Alabama, everything is harder at Alabama because everything's hotter, everything's heavier, everything is just is it's ridiculous of how much it changes. Even in May, we did the Fox It Up Classic. Shout out to my brother, my brother in Christ, Mister Josh Fox, who will be here next week. Teaser, ha ha ha. Anyway, um. His was inside of a CrossFit gym of his competition. Okay. A big open area. Shout out to Militia Fitness in Pensacola. They did uh they were fantastic hosts. They did so well, so good, so awesome, such a great place. Um even there, like everything was sweating in there. Everything was hot in there. Because it's the South. So if you get if you want to get mad at somebody about something, especially a promoter for a competition, the weather's a dumb thing to get mad at somebody about because you have no fucking mm-hmm. control over it. <clears throat> yeah, no, you you can't do nothing with it. And it's funny because like this year it was hot. Last year they had to wear like jackets, so I mean yeah. they went they expected like last year to be like dry, kind of like sixties, and then this year it was hot. It was like seventies, eighties, and it rained. And that's the thing. It's like you can't control the weather. You know, they had to do some last-minute adjustments. Yes, they had to change some of the equipment. Yes, they had to change some of the uh, events. Yes. And, like, I get it from an athlete that's very annoying. You sit there, you prep for this, you prep for this, and then it turns into not being this, and it is aggravating. But what I also got to say is in the sport of strongman, you got to be adaptable, and you got to just handle the changes and roll with the punches. Yep. You know. 100%. So, so, I mean, it is what it is, and it sucks, but it's just that's just how it went. Very cool. Um, Third-generation sugarcane farm in Louisiana. Damn, that was... <clears throat> seemed like you were just born to be a badass. <laughs> Shoot. No, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, growing up on the farm, you know, me and my brother, we hunted and fished a lot. Uh, you know, I remember driving tractors you know, helping dad on the farm. I remember one Christmas we let our, we let our workers, you know, spend time with their Christmas, their families. And, uh, we just got out there and we're hauling cane and loading the trucks by ourselves. It was my grandpa, my dad, me, my mom, and my brother all in the trucks and tractors, just like loading the cane in the trucks and like letting them go haul it to the mill. But, you know, it, that taught me a lot of stuff too. Um, I mean, manual labor will teach you a lot more than you think, but oh, yeah, just responsibility well. and chores and stuff. But, 
grew up, did that, you know, grew up on dirt bikes, four wheelers, razors. We've wrecked more times than we can count. You know, I don't know how I didn't break bones. We wrecked all the time, hunted, blew stuff up, blew up Tannerite, fished all the time. I mean, that's what we, that's all we did. We spent time outside just doing everything and, you know, played sports that kind of took over, but sure cane farm like right now like we have that we have rice in the back we farm crawfish too so i get to go home and get crawfish anytime i want whenever they're in season so that's really nice hell yeah but i've got to introduce i've got to introduce thomas to a lot of good food i just got yesterday i cooked i cooked a big old rice and gravy in my 10 gallon cast iron pot you cook what now uh a rice and gravy i I don't know if y'all know what that is but it's a louisiana thing it's just it's not like gravy as far as a like gravy you put on potatoes, but basically you almost you brown your meat down to almost make it kind of like a roux. Then fill like then put in some like bell peppers and onions and fill it up with water. Then boil it down, boil it down until it breaks down, and then make like a thicker gravy and eat it over rice. Um, <laughs> rice. I cook that all the time. <clears throat> Don't say right now. Yeah, I like peanut uh, butter making rice. Yeah, uh, but you know crawfish etouffee, gumbo, jambalaya. I feed him all the time. He loves it. There's like shoot today, I got I got rice and gravy in the fridge. It's also a chuck steak and a or a chuck roast rather and goose breast. Then I have bacon wrapped stuffed chicken thighs, some meatballs. Uh, what else did I smoke? Uh-huh. Chicken wings. Um, I smoked something else yesterday. I still got pork chops. I got to smoke some pork chops and legs sometimes this week, but I cook all the time. I got to, I mean, I just cook a lot of food, keep it in the fridge, make it easy just to eat. Um, I do that a lot. I got a smoker. Um, I did not grow up in a family full of smokers. So I was the first one in my family to get a smoker and try to figure it out. Best invention ever. I cook on that bad boy all the time. Hell yeah. Best $500 I've ever spent. Um, oh, I smoked a bologna. I pretty much perfected smoked bologna. I bet I could sell that thing. The guys at work love it. I always bring one in for them to share, and they always fight over it. But I cook a lot, eat a lot. Um, but just, yeah, I mean, really just whatever. I like, you know, do dumb stuff and hang out and drink beer and hang out with Thomas and just ride around the back roads and piddle and hang out and do really cool stuff. Still rocks. Okay. We saw wow. a rock the other day. It was, it was like <laughs> 580 pounds. Jesus. Yeah, we well, put a we sunk a D handle in it so we can pick it up. <laughs> That's awesome. That is yeah. Awesome. We got a we got a lot of rocks, but we're we got some rocks that we're gonna put some handles in them to kind of mimic the nickel stones. We got some other rocks we're gonna put some handles in it to kind of mimic the Denny's. Then we have all sorts of rocks that you can pick up and shoulder. We have rocks that you can press. We have Atlas stones. But I mean. Really, we'll just drive around sometimes and go piddling and look for rocks. If something looks like we want to take it, we'll just stop on the side of the road and we'll just pick it up, go in the back of the truck and bring it home, and now we have a new rock in our yard. You don't know, but right now he is dying laughing over here. I'm sorry. I just thought of a video. I'm not retarded, but I like rocks. So I don't know if you know the video he's talking about. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah, I that, do. That, 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 that guy is that the comedian roast kind of thing? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he is dying <laughs> over here. That just crashed into my brain. I'm so sorry. He's like, yeah. I like, I like <laughs> rocks. They're, they're talking about I got well, a rock I'm right here. That, that big. 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The other day, like when we picked up that 580, we watched it for like probably three months. And like every day to work, we'd watch it and we're like, man, it hasn't moved. No one we watched it. <laughs> and yeah, Dude, rocks in North nowhere. Alabama get up and walk off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I didn't know if somebody was going to take it. So one day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we watched it. I've had my eye on this one. Uh, yeah, uh, I had a trail cam on this rock for the last three months, uh, stalking this thing. Do you see the velvet on that there rack? Oh God, that was so funny. I know you didn't off. mean it to be funny, and I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no, shit, no, that was it's, funny. It's, it's true though. Like we sat there, and then finally, like one day, we was on the way home from work, and Tom's like, "I really want that rock." I said, "Well, turn it around. We'll go get it right now." And we turned the truck around, we backed up to it, and we kind of looked around, and we didn't see any cameras, and we're like, all right. And we just kind of like reached down, and we just, I looked at Thomas and said, this is big. And we just grabbed that sucker and threw it in the back of the truck. I want to hear his side of this. I guess the question is: Is it is it a shiny rock? Is it a dull rock? I mean, uh, uh, okay. Rock. <laughs> I like that boulder. That's a nice yeah. boulder. <laughs> that rock has a good okay. shape to oh it. Oh my god! I'm sorry. That was uh, oh, <laughs> that is Ooh, that yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll just go drive around back roads. Like we found, we found some really nice rocks the other day. We we're just driving the back roads. Like a, I know it sounds weird, but I mean that's how you find these rocks. You have to go drive around and find them. But they were kind of like like on a pullout by this like little creek, and we just like went and we found them, and we were like, oh hell yeah, we picked them up, threw them back in the truck. One's like three hundred eight, I think one's like two seventy. But that's how you got to acquire them. You got to go look for them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I want to talk to him. <laughs> I was say I don't know where he's at, but I want his side of this story. But that is the next thing I want to talk about. You know, just tell me about Thomas and you and your rock obsession and everything else. Just <laughs> coming up on five years—that's uh, a big one. Congratulations! Yeah, um, Thomas and I have been together for almost five years now, and uh, we get along probably easier than I could have ever imagined. I mean, we just get each other's humor. We get each other's laughter. We like each other's hobbies. We support each other. Um, and it's so funny because, like, I'm so, like, I'm very outgoing. I'm loud. And he is so, like, quiet. And he's introverted. And he's not shy, but he's just not loud and outgoing. And when I'm in the gym, like, prepping for a contest, like, he's very supportive. Like, he knows what it takes. He's done bodybuilding. And I'll be pissed, you know, throwing things around if something don't go right. And it's like he's very good at like telling me stuff to like calm me down. Like the other day or not the other day, but this was during Arnold prep. My log wasn't going good. And I was just pissed. And I was like, you know, log's not going to go good. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I suck at log. And he's like, Hannah, you don't suck at log. He's like, you just suck at log compared to like the top best pressers in the world. He's like outside of the top six, seven pressers in the world. He's like, you're, you're right there. So he's like, I know you're not going to beat them, but like, you're not a bad log presser. And like, when you sit there and think about that, it like makes you realize like, oh, okay, like you're right. Like I'm not actually that bad. It's just compared to them who I'm comparing myself to. So, I mean, he's got a really good eye and like head on his shoulders to like make me look at things different. 
Um, he's so funny because like a contest, like if you've, no one's ever seen me compete in person, I'm completely different. I'm really like ragey. I yell a lot. Uh, I huff ammonia a lot. I get really into it. And he is so calm and he's just like falling behind me. And if I, I bring like six bottles of smelling salts because I, I throw them and I can't find them. And I'm like yelling at him I'm, and not yelling at him, but I'm just yelling. And I'm like, where's my smelling salts? And he's just like, top thing in your backpack, babe. And I'm just like, I can't find them, you know? And he's just like, comes over calm as ever and gets them. He's like, they're right here. And it's just like, he's so just like, he can handle me. Cause like me at contest, I probably would assume I'm not easy to handle, but he handles me really well. He supports me. He's awesome. Um, no matter what I've ever decided I wanted to do or not do, he's always been there right beside me. He supports me. If I wanted to quit strongman tomorrow, he'd be right there with me. He'd be like, that's fine. But I mean, he's, he's awesome. I mean, he was, he was a blessing. Uh, definitely helped me with a lot of things and I appreciate him more than ever. And he's awesome. Like he's, He's there every step of the way. He helps me with stuff and competing with him and picking up stuff together and stealing rocks. I mean, that's this is a dumb thing to do, but like me and him enjoy that kind of stuff. I mean, he's he's really a special guy and I appreciate everything and I'm really thankful for everything with him. He's great. That's awesome. That's great. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to my boy, Pegasus Smelling Salts, if you're looking for another good ammonia. Oh, yeah? Yes. Credo like Strength salt. Equipment, my guy. Um, use code Pegasus or use code Fox it up. If you order it, uh, credit strength equipment, that's where you can find it. My boy, Andrew Pappas, um, who's been, uh, who's, who's had my back with the sport since day one, uh, much like my coach, Josh Fox. So if I get a chance to brag and with you being the ammonia addict that you are, um, you should, uh, choose to check out Pegasus. They're very, 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 very good spelling salt. I must say so. It's very strong. It is very strong. It's very um, good. Let's kind of minty. Let's say. Let's put it this way. Josh had a smelling salt brand. I do not remember the name of them, so I'm not going to say who they are. Um, I I don't use ammonia in, in any aspect, mm-hmm. and I took a I took a solid whiff of that ammonia, and it didn't have any effect on me. Eyes didn't water. Didn't throw my head back or nothing. The Pegasus salt, on the other hand, felt like I got kicked in the face. Yeah, <clears throat> it was <laughs> it was such a night and day difference out of the two companies That's really that good. I told him if he ever tried to wake me up with that kind of stuff, we're not going to have a good day. Yeah, yeah, it is it is Fight stout. Fighting so, yeah. is an understatement. It's a fighting smell that's not going to be pleasant. Check him out, and I think he just kind of tweaked his gotcha. formula a little bit. I got to get a new bottle. But yeah, check him out. Um, if you want, I'll reach out to him and get you a code, and see if we can hook you, get you hooked up with some stuff. Uh, probably not, because with Cerberus, I have to stay with their stuff, so I probably can't have a code with them because I'd be cross branding, and they don't like that. No, 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 no. Like, like, uh, like a here's you a bottle of smelling salt kind of code. Like a oh, gift, okay. like gotcha. a gift code, I guess is what you're getting at. Something like that. Not, not like you know. I'm not trying to step on Cerberus's toes by any means. Okay. Um, but it gotcha. could be kind of like a, hey, here's a here's your bottle of smelling salt, kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha, for sure, absolutely. Um, and this is a dumb question I just thought of. Maybe you'll have an answer to it. Have you ever noticed that it, sitting in the car for a day will change the smell of your ammonia? Is that or is it just me? Yes, it will. 
No, yeah. yes, it will. Okay. Make sure that wasn't just me. Nope. Let's <laughs> say I think that's a temperature thing to the ammonia. Make sure that wasn't just me because yeah, a guy argued with me part. about that. Do what, sir? A guy nope. argued with me about that, and I was like, "No, bitch." Uh, just I didn't say bitch. I should have. Um, but yeah, he <laughs> argued with me about it, and then he was like, "Bro, you weren't lying." I was like, "I fucking know." I just, I wouldn't yeah. make a claim like that without having evidence to back it up. <laughs> Maybe that's right. what happened to uh, the one bottle that I tried first because you used to leave it in your bag in the car all the time. Uh, yeah, so I've been trying. I've actually been leaving my bag at the gym, which I probably should stop doing. But I was getting cool, so I don't think that I don't think the colder weather is going to make an issue. Eh, I just don't like having my gym bag in case somebody talks shit and I got to lift, go get my shit. I pick things up and put them down. But anyway, um, Miss Miss Hannah. Uh, do you have anything for us? Any questions, comments, gripes, complaints, any of that kind of stuff? No, I've had no, I've had the best time. Well, we well, we like to hear. Hell yeah, yeah, that's a great thing. Because I uh, I was looking on your Instagram page earlier, and I saw something mm-hmm. that made my heart really happy. Oh, here we go. You have a pit bull. Oh, Max. Yes, yes. I do. He is the biggest baby. Please, um, please talk about him. Okay, he he just turned ten. Oh, really? Um, he did not he look ten. Been, yep. No, he does not. If he does not act ten, uh, he has been with me since I graduated college. Um, he has been through a lot of life changes with me. He's been with me through an ex marriage, a divorce, being single, finding Thomas, moving from Alabama to or moving from Louisiana to Alabama. He has been with me through most of my preps. He hangs out in the gym while I train. Uh, and I can't tell you, like, I mean, I don't know any of y'all's history, but going through some tough times in life and having, like, a dog, like, makes all the difference. And, like, there's been times where I was, like, prepping. Like, I used to work at a gym back home. I got to prep in a gym. It was nice. It was air-conditioned. I had all the stuff I needed. And then the gym that I worked at, uh, my boss <sighs> stopped paying rent. We got evicted. We all lost our job. I had nowhere to train. I had to move all my stuff to my house. I had to train inside this little small garage and in my driveway. It was very hard because it was different. Um, and there's been many a times where I sat there very pissed and confused and didn't know if I was going to be able to make things work. And he just sat there with me and he always just like knew how to look at me or look me in the face and make me happy. Um, he knows I've never dropped a weight on him. I almost did one time. It only happened one time, though. Uh, I was deadlifting. It's in one of my videos. You'd have to search for it. I was deadlifting. It was an Arnold prep, and he had his little ball, and uh, he was around me. And I'm very good at, like, paying attention to where he's at. And So I'm deadlifting, and I have it up, and I kind of look down, and the ball goes between my feet from behind out in front of me. And then as I go to set it down, he goes to jut underneath the bar. And I have to yell at him, and he finally backs up, and I set the bar down, and then I have to kick the ball out of the way for him to jump over and get out of the way. But he's never been smushed. He's been yelled at a few times, but he is a house hippo. He's very spoiled. He sleeps in the bed with me. He runs the house. He's awesome. He's a really good dog. Yeah, right now I'm watching the video of his 10th birthday. Uh Oh yeah, yeah. He is he is shredding the green toy, which is not a Kermit. Oh yeah, his little frog. Yeah. Yeah. 
<clears throat> well, I uh, I have two. I have a blue and a fawn. So whenever oh, yeah. whenever beautiful. yeah, whenever I was looking at him, I was like, oh, look at that! Something I could talk about. Nice. Oh yeah, he's he is the best. He's very very sport. And it's funny because like he is not aggressive at all. We live like on a we call it the compound. We live on the same land as Tommy's parents and brother, and we're all kind of spread out, but we're all down like one driveway, then our driveway is split off. Right. And he'll run down to Tommy's parents' house and he'll go visit with them. And he will ride with the UPS man from our house to Tommy's parents' house. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he'll get up in the UPS truck or the FedEx truck and he'll go down to Tommy's parents and he'll ride with them. If you tried to break into our house, I'm pretty sure he would let you break into the house and be like, oh my God, human, pet me, take me with. I mean, Sounds he will try right. to get in the car with you. He always wants to go. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he is a little handsome hippo and he is, God, he is so spoiled, but he's, he's a really good dog. He never really tore up anything. He didn't like eat anything. He's never torn up shoes. Like for his birthday, I usually get him something he can tear up because he does enjoy it a lot. But Mainly his toys are just a bunch of like antlers and like he has a big Kong ball and like a different ball that he hasn't torn up yet, but he has his Frisbees. He can catch a Frisbee. Um, he knows a few tricks. He knows to sit, high five, shake, roll, roll over, lay down. But I mean, he's a good little boy. He's, uh, he's living the high life. He's very spoiled. Uh, I was going to ask, has he decided to use sheetrock as a dessert? Because my two decided no. to eat the sheetrock in my laundry room. I've, I, no. How do you just get to throw? Does your dog like to eat the wall? Mine does. The yeah. fuck? Well, she said yeah, that no. she, she said he didn't turn anything up. I was like, okay. Now, did you have to get that out of him? Or did he just never tore no. anything up? Because luckily mine no, now. He's... I was going to say, luckily mine now hasn't torn anything up in a while. Uh-uh. But uh, God he's love never... him. He's never, no, he's never torn up one pair of shoes. He's never torn up one sock. He's never torn up anything on the wall, no furniture, nothing. Like, even as a puppy, like, he never, he was very easy to house train. He's never gone to the bathroom in my bed. Um, I got him at 10 weeks. I put him on my chest, and I slept with him his first night. He woke me up to go to the bathroom. I brought him outside. He went to the bathroom. We came back inside. He, I mean, I probably potty trained him. In no time. He probably only had like a couple accidents in the house. I mean, no, he's been very easy to train. He listens for the most part. Uh, he likes to play this game of like, oh, you're telling me to come inside whenever you have to go to work. Haha, I don't want to come inside. Um, but he's a good dog. But I mean, he's, he, I mean, he listens for the most part. It's funny. He really listens to Tommy's mom. Tommy's mom can tell him to do anything and he'll do it. He gets more upset. Like he gets embarrassed. Like if, uh, like one day I came home from work and he was sick and he had went to the bathroom in the house, but you could tell like it, he didn't mean to. I opened up the door and he just like looked at me and he held his head and he kind of like looked up at me, and I was like, "It's okay." And he just like stared at me the whole time while I was like cleaning it up and like he was so embarrassed by it. And he would like come up to me and just like lick me on the leg, like thinking I was like mad at him. But no, he's good. He's a good dog. Very good. I know how you are with dogs, my friend. So, um, I, I, uh, I knew you would ask. I wasn't going to, I saw Max on her list of things. 
I wasn't going to ask because I knew you would. Especially, <laughs> especially after you saw you saw the video and then you like literally stopped me while she was talking like they have a pit bull. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, I'm a huge advocate yeah. for pit bulls. I the I ferocious will, pit bull. I will fight for my uh my two couch cuddlers until like, until I have no more fight in me. So and that's oh, yeah. it's not just mine; it's for all of them. And you know, they're granted. Every breed does have a few a few ones. It's like uh, it happens, but <clears throat> most most of the pit bull breed, in a nutshell, are fantastic dogs. It just takes time oh, for yeah, people right? to get over that stigma that somebody else decided to create for them. You know, ten fifteen yeah. years ago, because they suck shit. I just yeah. got a puppy. And that's the thing; it's just like. Well, it's the same thing as like a human. You can raise a good human or you can raise a crappy one. It's the same thing. What, sir? Oh, I said I just got a puppy. He did. He got himself a Bonnie. I did. Oh. She's She's a lab mix. She's a black lab. A black lab mix? Yeah, lab mix. I don't know what she's mixed with and neither do they. So I think they just put mix down (laughs) just kind of like, what's this kind of dog? I don't know. looks like lab. Oh. I have no idea. I sent you a picture, Hannah. Bonnie, she's seven months old. Yeah, she's adorable. She's super chill, which is odd for a lab. She is insanely relaxed. Oh, well, when she gets the chance to turn it up, she turns it up. That's good. For sure. She got turned up today. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Yes. Um, the story of Bonnie, <laughs> of getting oh, her, was to- I saw that my friend was posting and you know was like, hey, there's a dog adoption event going on at the park. So my stupid ass asked my three kids, hey, do y'all want to go look at puppies? Yeah. All right. So let's go look at puppies. And we're walking around. We see all these dogs. We walked a couple of dogs. And then my oldest daughter walked up and said, I like her. (coughs) Excuse me. And she's just sitting in the cage, just sitting there looking at us, wagging her tail, just, just being chill, whatever. So I walk her around. All three of my kids walked around on the leash. She never snagged. She never snatched. She never tried to run off. She would listen. She did everything they wanted them to do. So I was like, all right, cool. Maybe this is an okay dog. And then she comes down and sits down on my foot and just looks up at me. And I was like, son of a bitch, we're getting a dog, aren't we? <clears throat> so we walk back, put her back in the cage. And um, my do- all three of my kids are standing there. Poking their fingers in the cage, talking to her, Bonnie. Uh. And then they come over and tell me, it's like, hey, you work for the county, so there's going to be no adoption fee today. And I said, son of a bitch, we're getting a dog, aren't we? So I walked over to my kids and said, hey, do you think we should get Bonnie? Yeah. So here we are. Week later. Here we are. Got a dog. I see dog. no issue here. Do what, sir? I said I see no issue. I don't see any issue here either because she's been such a good dog. She's very much a couch potato when she gets to be a couch potato, but when she gets to run and be on crack, she runs and is on crack. It's like we let her we let her out. I took him to the park today. I told the kids that the they were gonna walk the dogs and the dogs are gonna walk them. Because I knew they'd want to run and I'm not in a position to run anymore, being two eighty. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, y'all run. I'll catch up. 
Uh, I thought I was going to have to carry her to the car. It was great. So, yeah. Is there any uh, Maxwell questions that you'd like to ask her anymore? Um, I can't really think of any at the moment. Really? (laughs) About what? Dogs. I figured you'd have any question at all for Hannah, but especially I figured you'd have something about her dog. Well, I mean, sure, he's said that he's a fantastic dog. He was easygoing. He's a pit bull. He's lovable. He's a couch potato. He's everything a pit bull should be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's loved. Yeah. And he loves. Okay. So will you yeah. simmer? Hey, I will not simmer when it comes about them. Yeah, but you can simmer when it is directed towards me. I'm a fan. Okay. I'm in your, I'm on your team. Okay. Okay, good. I mean, you have moments where you're not. I have moments when I'm not, but when it's like 6.30 on Sunday morning and they're singing the song of your fucking people. <laughs> so so what he's, what he's talking about is for some odd reason, when I leave the house and I, I, had, I had a church on Sundays, uh, my two dogs decide to start howling and I do not know why. I have no idea why. Separation anxiety. If they do just fine whenever I'm out and about outside and they hear the truck leave and there's been plenty of times when my truck is left and I'm still here and they don't do that. Anyways, this is here or there. Uh, yeah, they will start howling. But one thing I haven't told you, sir, is that I came home one day and all three of these little rascals inside this household were howling. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've she barely was, heard her make a sound. She was the loudest, actually. Oh, no. Not compared to Carly. I don't believe that. I promise you. I heard Bonnie over both Zero and Carly. No, you must have been standing next to the kennel. I don't believe her I ever. I was at the front door of the porch. I don't believe that she's louder than Carly. I do not. Okay. You think that. I will have to experience that for myself. Next time it happens, I'll try to record it and see if you'll pick it up. Well, that's not going to work. Why? Because it's biased. I, I, will, I won't believe it. I think it's biased. You're being biased. I am being biased. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Nice detective work, Watson. (laughs) Thanks, Sherlock. I appreciate it. Well, Miss Hannah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show today. Very, very much. Oh, yeah. Anytime. I enjoyed it. Is there anything you have for us? Anything you forgot? Anything you didn't get to hit on? Or anything else you just want to say in general? No, I think I think we hit it all. I think we had a really good time. We talked about a lot of stuff, and I think it was a good show. It was a very good show. Do you have any products or companies that you want to give a shout-out to? Any uh, social media to shout-out for people to follow and watch you on your journey that you would like to do? Yeah, plug all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, Ken over at Cerberus, he's been behind me since really early in my career. Uh he has supported me in all of my strength endeavors and everything that I've ever wanted to do. Really good guy, really good company to go for products. You know, that's great. Same thing with Jared at death before this honor. Um, he's been supporting me in all my strength endeavors for a long time. And he comes up with the sickest shirts, really cool products too. And, uh, over at strength league collective, um, I've had some programs out there and just, I got some, some swamp caulk material for me and Mel and I have a discount code. It's swampy. That's all across the board and just really just, you know, Arnold and Rogue and everything else. Just please keep watching us. Please keep supporting us. Please keep coming to the shows and supporting the women and just 
sharing social media left and right and getting all of our stuff out there. I really appreciate all of everybody that's doing that and just please keep doing it. Absolutely. For sure. You know, I just had the realization of why you are swampy swamps and you're the swamp monster. Cause you're from Louisiana. Absolutely. Let's, I, I just put all that together. Wow. Two and two, yeah. sir. I'm oh. so proud of you. Shut your whole <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that's some, that's some nice and, uh, Sleuthing you did there, Nobody's sir. ever accused me of being smart, okay? Yeah, but you are adorable and funny. I didn't put any thought into it until just now also when she said swampy, and I thought about it. I was like, huh, she's from Louisiana. That's probably why they call her Swamp Monster and Swampy Swamps and whatever. Yep. <sighs> the stars are Absolutely. aligning. The stars are aligning. So they I did see <laughs> I did see her this year, as a matter of fact. Yeah? Where? The Mill Monster Classic. I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. You are. She was... Uh, the yeah. MC towards the end of the event, uh, Mr. Daniel Tate had to uh, had to step out because of the the accident that happened at that competition, and then all of a sudden, yeah. Hannah Lindsay is on the mic, and the there was a definite shift in the seriousness and the in in the morale of the competition once once they gave Hannah a microphone. All right, why do you say that? <laughs> because. Yeah, I was trying to get us out of there really quickly. I was like, let's go. I'm tired of y'all. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> so she's just dropping truth bombs of, all right, motherfuckers, y'all need to leave. Well, not not like that. But, you know, she was, you could tell that she was trying to like, hey, are you going to, are you going to pick the fucking stones up now? Are you going to do the thing now? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's do Like literally she, they said my name and I had to yell from across the, across the venue because I was getting, uh, I was getting tacked up because it was my turn to do stones, and yeah. she yells, and she yells my name, and I yelled back, and she says, "Hurry the fuck up!" And I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I've angered her. <laughs> I've angered her. <laughs> I've angered her." Hey, hey was, God, me again. <laughs> it was a good time. I, I knew a lot of people there, so it's funny for me just to like talk crap to them on the thing while they were going with stones. It was funny. Yeah, it was, and just hearing, <laughs> hearing a couple of the girls that were, and I, her being her, I guess, trying to lift the stones, like, oh, you almost missed that one. Oh, <laughs> you got it. Oh, so yeah, close. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> that was I so awesome. That. It was a good time. It was great. It was great. Shout out to Tab Hathaway, um, Feed Mill oh, yeah, Athletics, absolutely. all those good things. It was a great day. Well, for the most part, it was a great day. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but anyway, Josh Smith, that guy's a gangster. He did, uh, man, that dude's a fucking gangster. And you, Miss Lindsay, are a fucking gangster as well. Appreciate it. Said it a few times. You are, oh man, you're very well accomplished in this sport. You're very well accomplished in many other things. And it was, uh, it was very much our pleasure to have you in here on the show today, ma'am. Uh, thank you very much for spending time with us. Oh, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> Jacob, do you have anything else, sir? Uh, oddly enough, her video about doing the Thor hammer deadlift showed up, and I was just gonna say, yeah, she did that like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Like it was absolutely nothing. But no, um, I've enjoyed this episode. I'm glad we got to talk about dogs because I'm always down to talk about dogs. I'm also gonna glad get Jonte in here pretty quick. Uh, huh? I'm gonna get Jonte back in here pretty quick. It's fine. It's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I got Fox in here tomorrow. 
or not tomorrow, next week. Let's say he's going to be here tomorrow. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he was here tomorrow. I mean, I'm not going to mind either. I call first cuddles. No, I'm the sandwich. <laughs> You're the meat in the middle. Yeah, because hey. I have the smallest beard. That's true. You do have the smallest beard. Yeah. So I anyway. That's neither, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we have um, a guest. We'll, we'll cut that out. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I learned. I learned quite a bit. Uh, I've enjoyed this conversation that we've had. I've enjoyed the topics. Um, also, want to go to you know where she says she went across the water and experienced stuff like that. So that'd be cool. Because just awesome. just thinking just thinking about that of having the people over there just recognize the women's side of the sport and encourage it is really cool. Cause that's not enough. Yeah. That's not done enough here. And it's kind of saddening. Indeed. Yeah. It's, so it's getting better, but yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's just slow. It is. It, it, it really is. Uh, but, well, any, anything we can do to help. We're here. Um, if you got something coming up or anything like that, just shoot it our way. Um, either mine or Jacob or the, Show's Instagram page or whatever, and say, we I have will be sure on, to brag about it. As I was going to say, I have you on the, uh, the the podcast Instagram page. I do not have you on my personal. <clears throat> so. okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take y'all up on that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, if if our small voice and small platform that we've got going here, which thanks to everybody, we are we are over two thousand in are. plays now, and we've had. Uh, apparently we've been having an impact here lately so that's all <clears throat> all thanks to our listeners thank you very much we love each and every one of you so our small voice might be getting a little bit bigger here lately so um if like i said hannah if you got something you want us to talk about you want us to bra- brag about you got a show coming up you got a event you got a something you got anything going on let us know we'll brag about it we'll put it out there perfect i appreciate that a lot thank y'all and um, I'm good, Jake. Uh, I believe Jake is good. Yep, Miss uh, Miss Hannah, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna get you out of here, and um, just enjoy the rest of your night. So, um, please, 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 check us out on Instagram um, at the underscore sofa underscore chronicles. We're on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, Elon Musk is saying what. It's at the Sofa Crons. At the Sofa Crons. What's our Patreon? Uh, it should be at Sofa Chronicles. Uh, I'm about to check that. Okay. Well, check out our, please check out our Patreon. It's going to help us get new stuff. It's going to help us get better stuff. It's going to help us be better for you. Yep. It's, um, uh, it's at the Sofa Chronicles. Also, our Facebook is at the Sofa Chronicles. Yes. Uh, if there's any feedback, anything you want to may have us talk on, any kind of topics, topics you want us to touch on, yeah, just send it somewhere that we can see it, and we will gladly do it. Yeah, we are for sure on Spotify. Shout out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God damn it. Thank you very much to Spotify for carrying our platform the way that y'all do. Um, thank you to Apple Podcasts for also carrying us as well. Apparently, we're on Google Podcasts. Couldn't tell you. I've never even seen Google Podcasts, but we're on there too. And I guess that means we're on iHeartRadio, maybe. Maybe. We'll have to do some research and find out where all you can Definitely find us. Definitely don't have to, because I didn't know that either. <clears throat> How'd you find that out? Um, somebody somebody looked it up. I can't remember who we were talking to. No, it was on a live we were doing with Daniel Tate. And somebody looked it up and said that we were on Google Podcasts also. All right. Well, we're rambling. She needs to go. We're rambling. But I, well, I, I'm rambling. <laughs> yes, but I'm rambling about stuff. Um, 
Shout out to Andrew Pappas with Credo Strength Equipment. Check him out. Use code FOXITUP at checkout. Shout out to Five Star Nutrition uh, for for supporting me the way you do. Um, my code is AS-GOOD. That is all caps. 15% savings in store and online. And you get free shipping if you order online. So there you go. There's that. Wait, what? Okay, go, sir. Uh, last thing I have to say is, uh, again, November is Men's Mental Health Month. Please do not um, hesitate to reach out to anybody. Including us. Including us, definitely. Uh, if you're you know, needing someone to talk to or at least an avenue to talk to somebody. Um, and then on the flip side of thing, if you are the person that they are reaching out to, uh, please, even if you don't have a lot of or if you don't have answers for what they're searching for, just being there to listen is a, is a great way to help out their mental state. So uh, please just support your your friends, your families, your loved ones. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Very, very good words. Well, for Hannah Lindsay, for Jacob Giles and for all of you beautiful people, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Have a good night, everybody.